0: Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Amri a Westpac Market Strategist. In the financial markets overnight, we saw US equities extending the week's decline further. The S&P 500 is down 0.8% on the day. Bond yields remained elevated. Indeed, long maturities did rise further, steepening the US curve, while risk-sensitive currencies tested recent lows, although it didn't break uh, any lower. Uh, There wasn't too much fresh news of note out for markets to digest. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is unchanged on the day, so a mix of currencies' performances with the uh, defensive currencies doing better than the risk-sensitive ones. The Aussie fell from an overnight high of 6904 to 6842, and the Kiwi similarly fell from 6155 to 6111. And the Aussie cross it slipped from 112.20 to 111.78. In the interest rate markets, the US two-year Treasury yield ranged sideways between 3.42 and 3.5, while the 10-year yield did rise further from 3.1 to 3.16%, making a fresh high uh, in two months. Australian interest rates were very much range-bound, uh, the three-year government bond yield ranging sideways between 3.28 and 3.33, the 10-year yield between 3.59 and 3.65%. Commodity markets, uh, mostly another weeknight, Brent crude oil down 3.8% to $96, copper's down uh, 3.6%, gold's down 0.8%, and iron ore gone against the grain, up 3.4% to $100. Uh, bits and pieces of economic news, uh, the US private sector payroll report from the ADP, this one has been absent for about two months, uh, absent from publication that is, as they overhauled its methodology, so with the new methodology uh, they did print a number which was below market expectations, uh, but the market didn't make too much of that. Uh, We had a Fed member, Mester, out saying uh, more or less the same as what everyone else has said over the last few weeks from the Fed, that it's got to tackle inflation and drive inflation lower, even if the economy was to go into recession. So another fairly emphatic warning that they are willing to sacrifice a recession to contain inflation. And she wants to see the Fed rate above 4% by the end of, uh, or sorry, by early 23. And wants it to remain there for some time and doesn't expect any rate cuts next year at all. Uh, In the eurozone we had eurozone wide CPI inflation for the month of August. It did beat expectations. The annual pace is now 9.1% and that is a record high. Moreover the core measure at 4.3% year-on-year did beat expectations slightly Uh, And that indicates that um, the uh, inflation pressures are becoming more broad-based. Further, country differentials are drifting apart with headline rates of over 20% in some countries. On the day, what's out that could be market moving, or or at least for markets to watch? In Australia, quite a bit of data out, Uh, most of it second tier. Uh, The highlight will probably be the second quarter capital expenditure report, uh, markets always watch this pretty closely, but we do get um, housing loan approvals and um, house price uh, changes as well from the core logic. In the northern hemisphere, uh, we'll be watching Chinese uh, manufacturing PMI from the Kaizen label. Uh, in the eurozone, we'll have jobs data. In the US, is an ISM manufacturing survey and a little bit of Fed speak from Bostich. Uh, But I suggest markets will be really looking ahead to the uh, all-important Friday's payroll report in the US as uh, the main driver of uh, 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 many of the asset classes. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again at the same time tomorrow morning.